welcome to this week's Man in the Post Extra Time. I'm your host, Chris. Uh, with me this week, I've got Ryan. Hello. How you doing? Yeah, not bad, thanks. You? Good, good, good. Have you mowed that lawn yet? Let's not get into it. You've still not mowed your lawn? I've been crying no. out loud. No. I, I was busy last weekend, in what all did, fairness. Go on then. What did you do last weekend that meant you couldn't mow your lawn? Um, I did. I, I cleaned some of the house. Right. Um, That's a woman's job. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went shopping on the Sunday. Right. Because I don't know if I mentioned it, I had to buy a new wedding ring. Why? Have you got I a new was wife? allergic to my oh, <laughs> I was allergic to my other one. Was it cheap <laughs> cheap metal? No, it was tungsten, which is supposed to be super hypoallergenic and all that, but apparently I was allergic to it. Oh. So you know, wife didn't want to put me through that, so I just thought, you know, I'll buy a new one. I can imagine you being the sort of person not to want to put anybody out and suffering in silence for the next 50 years. <laughs> I was thinking, like, I can try, because they said, one of the things that Jordan said is put nail varnish on the inside, and apparently it protects from the... Oh, that would ruin any return irritation. policy, though. It would. Um, but I was like, no, I'm, I'm willing to try, and she was like, no, no I'm not going to let you, like, you know, get blisters all over your fingers just because you're wearing a ring. No. Jesse. Uh, I could just tattoo it. Tattoo the ring. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good idea. That yeah. one look oh, in the least. That would look. Wouldn't look in the least bit chavvy in Babe Station at all. <laughs> babe Station. <laughs> Jesse, how you doing? All right. I'm good. Yeah, no allergies uh, to anything. So that's always a positive. Nothing to report. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Ryan asked us pre-record if we could name a song we always go to as a little pick-me-up. So, uh, Jesse, what's yours? I. <sighs> I was thinking, I, I usually, when I need to pick me up, listen to some, like, I don't know, Broadway show tune, but then I realized that I think I probably go to, like, the Allman Brothers, maybe Midnight Rider, more than anything else. That's I, one maybe? for teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very old and very boring. There you go. Uh, I go for Taylor Swift, Shake It Off, definitely. You can't feel unhappy <laughs> after that. And then if I want something a bit longer, uh, any, the Sultans of Ping first album as well. Um, maybe only Mark will get that one. Um, <laughs> Ryan, what do you listen to? Mine is No Son of Mine by Genesis. Oh, that's a tune. Colin Super would look, upbeat there. So it, it doesn't need to be upbeat. It just needs to be something that I'm like, right, I need to listen to a song. Oh, that's a great song. <laughs> I just did a song. That's yeah. what you think. Yeah. And it's like seven minutes long. So if you need to do something, it, it's usually a good time killer. Colin from the Sunday Show is loving you at the minute. Well, I'm not surprised. I'm I'm brilliant. Well, <laughs> sorry. If I do need to concentrate on something, I will put on the last of the Mohican soundtrack. <laughs> I don't with... want to ask you what that makes you concentrate on, though. Uh, Jody May. Uh, no, I, I used it for my um, A levels and A level exams. So all those years ago, and if I ever need to sit and concentrate and do some work now, I'll put that on. Oh, it's a good film, that, Jesse. Have you ever seen it? That's good. I used to do The, the Man of Steel or The Dark Knight. So. I have seen it. I have seen it. I actually saw it in history class once. Oh, we should do a podcast on that. It's the best <laughs> film ever. Just on Last of the Mohicans and yeah. what's historically inaccurate about it. Oh, it's the best film ever. No, the best film ever. We've had this conversation. It's Dirty Dancing. <laughs> no, it's not. That's a girl's film. Obviously the best film. Oh, my God. <laughs> no boy has ever gone, oh, yeah, let's go watch Dirty Dancing. <laughs> I had a date once in the movie theater of Dirty Dancing 2, which is one of the worst films ever, <laughs> but it didn't matter. 
because he got such brownie points for taking me to see that. Oh, God. That, Officer and Gentleman. Yeah, that one's not good. That's a chick flick. Yeah, it is. Oh. <laughs> no, the I notebook. I tell you what, no, the notebook. That's a terrible movie. The Notebook is a horrible movie. <laughs> Dirty Dancing has amazing music and Patrick Swayze and just, it's just great. It's great. It's a great movie. My mum always thought you looked like Herman Munster. What? My mum thought you looked like Herman Munster. <laughs> anyway, we've got football to talk about. We went off enough Thank tangents God. last week. <laughs> uh, World Cup qualifying, first of all. We'll start with Comedy Bowl. We'll start with some good news for our dear Jesse, um, yes. as Madonna once sang. Uh, Uruguay 4, <laughs> Bolivia 2. <gasps> Scary when, Boliv- <laughs> Scary when Bolivia took the lead. Oh, my God. Uh, this, yeah. I don't even, yes. <laughs> yes, it was. Heart in <laughs> mouth. Heart in mouth. I, I yelled really bad things that I won't say in case Jared is listening. I yelled really, really, really bad things. In For the two languages. Yes. <laughs> The last part of that. The first, <laughs> the last part of that, yeah. Um, and I was in shock. In total shock. I had just found the stream. And that happened. Oh, you went in a bar watching this? No, because um, I called two bars by me and they were all showing either, they were showing the Argentina and Brazil games. And all of them said, if you can find what channel it's on, let me know and I I couldn't it was just showing on a stream so I was hunched over my computer like crying over my dog calling my father every five minutes um screaming things with an open window you know I apologize if anyone was walking under my apartment at the time we were phoning those bars remember when Bart used to prank call Moe's Tavern Ryan that was that was me Uh, so I'm not going to pronounce the first person's name because you had to go at somebody on Twitter for pronouncing it wrong. But Cavani and Suarez scored two. All right, but you're not a professional commentator. Okay, is it Cacheres? It is Cáceres. Cáceres. I'm trying to be all clever. Were, <laughs> if you were a professional commentator, you would know because there's an accent mark on the first day. Cáceres. Yeah. Okay, and <laughs> Cavani with two. Cavani with a header. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't plant it no, four feet over the ball. I mean, I'm going to say this before before you guys say it, before Ryan says it. Um, he, he should have scored three. I mean, <laughs> it's, yes, you're right. I know. Um, yeah, I was shocked he scored two, to be honest with you. Nick Suarez scored two. Ryan, come on, man. Um, but if this is the team that goes to the World Cup and they play like this, I won't be as... Um, hysterically pessimistically anxious as I've been because we rallied which we don't always do Um, we didn't make any ridiculous mistakes which we usually do there were no stupid yellow cards Um, and we played with real heart and and we played with there there was link up play that I loved seeing finally I felt like this midfield was solid and knew where um, and how to pass to Suarez and Cavani, so Suarez really didn't have to be as unselfish as a, and as much of a workhorse as he's had to be. I don't think anybody's going to be looking at Uruguay and thinking, oh good, I hope we get them in our group. I I don't know 
I don't think so, but also um, I think Uruguayans are going to be anxious no matter what. I think that, like, this is a team in transition still. There are going to be a lot of um, questions about Tavares and his future and the team that he picks, and no matter who he picks, there are going to be a lot of questions about it. Um, He's still working on who and how many of the young players he brings, and, and... depending on that, who then gets left out. Um, you know, we saw Sanchez play some of the qualifiers and not others. For me, I think he's phenomenal. We saw Maxi Pereira get left out of some, play the last one. You know, his fitness has been in question. Um, so I think that, like, he there, he still is answering a lot of the people who say that, you know, his time is up. Okay. Um so you're a happy little crabby that if it's I'm so breakfast. happy right now. I'm so happy, you guys. I felt like I was breathing and smiling for the first time in months. Second is no mean feet either, is it? It's not like it's sort of straight fourth or something. Yeah, no, not in this table. This is a really tough. I think Conmebol is one of the toughest tables, and and this is this is great. I will take this happily. Mm. No, definitely. Um, yeah. Ecuador one, Argentina three. Cometh the hour, cometh the Messi. Can we just? This was Ecuador one, Messi three. It was, wasn't it? That's that lob. That oh, the third goal. Mm. I mean, to be honest, the, the defenders could have probably closed him down like quicker, but the, to, to chip the goalkeeper that was just ridiculous. I tell you what, it was with the second goal. The second goal was a was a pissed off goal. He stole that ball yep. from the defender with a determination, and then he sort of slammed it in the back of the net. He was angry when he did that, wasn't he? Who do you think he was angry? I I said the same thing when I watched it afterwards because all of these were playing at the same time so I was you know, my focus was on her quite but mm. I, I did say the same thing that Messi played pissed off football and it worked for him but do you think he, this was anger at Sampoli do you think this was anger at his team do you think this was anger at himself I think it was his whole situation that he was in um the fact that they were having to win at altitude in pretty tough conditions just to sort of even have a chance of qualifying the fact that so much of the fact that they haven't been able to qualify so easily has been blamed upon him you know Dybala saying I can't play with Messi and the fans and the media back in Argentina saying well he's more Catalan than he is Argentinian you know why can't he be like that Tevez or something like that and I think it all sort of came to a head the other night and he um I think he might have exercised a few demons and ghosts I think that he did. I don't know if this team did because no. this was a this was Messi's win, mm. and I don't know where that leaves the rest of the team. They're still a pretty good team. I mean, they've come in for an awful lot of criticism. I mean, when you're playing Fazio and Otamendi at the back, then it's not great. But at the same <laughs> time, this this is still a team that have got attacking options of uh, Di Maria, Aguero, Dybala. Um, Messi, and of course you've got Icardi as well. So it, mm. going forward, yeah, but this is that's a an amazing lineup yeah. with no with with no results. Yes. Yeah. So what happens? And it's not like you can blame Sampaoli because they've done the same thing under numerous coaches now. They're either going to tank, I think, or um, at the World Cup and go out in the group stages like they did 2002, or some kind of messy Maradona grab it by the scruff of the neck and drag them to the final again. Hmm. What do you think, I mean, right? I know which one I want, but oh yeah, I, I'd love to see that. I'd, I, I, he deserves oh, I don't to want win a World Cup. <laughs> okay. I want the opposite of what you want. <laughs> he deserves to win a World Cup, though, doesn't he? He, you know, he does, and he could join another country for that. <laughs> 
Sharing is caring. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, Jesse, you were saying, you know, players that with that lineup can't perform or, you know, they've done it under multiple managers. It sounds very familiar to the England set. <laughs> it was their first win in 56 years at Ecuador. Ecuador's not an easy place to go. And again, we talked about this. This is an Ecuador team that is... This is a fierce Ecuador team. This is not a team that I would want to go up against. This is a team of two Valencias. Mm. It is. Sorry. I thought, I thought it was a comma, not a full stop. <laughs> I mean, it could have been a semicolon, but no. I... <laughs> well, Angadou Maria said the dwarf was fantastic, so that's praise indeed. Um, Peru won, Colombia won. Uh, James gave Colombia the lead before a Paolo Guerrero uh, equaliser from a free kick, which apparently was an indirect free kick, and if uh, David Ospina hadn't have touched on its way in, wouldn't have counted. Really? Yeah. This... Yep. yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of controversy. I, f- I love Guerrero. I, f- I love that man. But there's so much controversy with... Um, the news came out, was it today? Mm. Was it today? I saw some uh, this morning. I saw this, wh- it was this morning, right? Falcao walking around with his hand over his mouth, saying things. You saw you saw Falcao. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah that depending on um, the investigation, that is it. The FA that is going to investigate. Is it FIFA that's going to investigate? The Chilean it... FA. <laughs> Listen, the Chilean FA is I don't know who is sleeping with Infantino it's in the me. Chilean FA. <laughs> but they are powerful people and hopefully they're not listening to this uh podcast because well done on them. Um <laughs> yeah I, I can't imagine this going anywhere but it but based on what the Chilean FA has managed to succeed in in the past, who knows? Um and that might lead to Is Adam Brandon? Chile Adam, good job. Um, is he in the Chilean FA? He is not in the Chilean FA. <laughs> no. Um, Iran, that might lead to... Right now, Peru's in, in a playoff position, and that might lead to Chile taking their place. Well, if David Ospina hadn't have touched that ball and, and um, Columbia had won, then Chile would be in the playoff. But they lost 3-0 to uh, Brazil. I wrote... Claudio Bravo eek next to it because he didn't have a very good game, did he? Um, and Arturo Vidal announced his retirement after the game. You must feel sad at that, mustn't you? Yes. <laughs> um, Ryan, why was the Venezuela coach complaining? Oh. Um, and and could you also could you say what he said in Spanish, please? I'm going to pass on both of those questions. <laughs> he said that the um, uh, his. Venezuelan players were visited in the night by uh, El Prostitutos. Um, <laughs> is that right? Is that anywhere near Clay? I have no idea. Uh, he was visited, his players were visited by Paraguayan ladies of the night. Oh, what is God. the word? I didn't want to say the P word, you see. Because I don't know whether you get upset. I don't know what the word is. I didn't want to accent it. Say it. Yes. That's not a good... No, I thought no, you were going to say the other P word, which is the... Similar word. Oh, in Spanish. Yeah. Well, that is what he said. Oh, is he? Oh, okay. According to the newspaper that I read in Spanish, but. Oh, did he? But he's Argentinian, so. 
Does it mean something? This is going haywire. Um. (laughs) Well, look, I mean, it's uh, it's nobody's fault but Chile. You can blame Colombia and Peru for getting together. You can blame David Ospina for his wandering hands like Artie Zip. But really, Chile had enough chances to qualify, haven't they? Argentina finished third out of all that in the end, didn't they, above Colombia? Yeah, this was so... The math on this, somebody posted... um while this was happening that while the, while all the games were happening that everyone watching the game had a calculator next to them because you know you had one eye on your own match half an eye on the, your twitter feed or your or whatever however you were checking the the results that were frantically they were changing so quickly and then and then half an eye on your calculator to figure out what that all meant i was watching it on twitter with a puking child oh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of uh, needing a calculator, it was a perfect storm for... Well, was it? it was an imperfect storm for the United States in CONCACAF, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> if you could have said to the United States before the game, this is what's going to happen um, for you to not qualify, they'd have gone, ah, whatever. Apparently, someone I heard a podcast today that uh, they had a 93% chance of qualifying. How, well, who... How? What does that even mean? I don't know. I heard somebody oh, say Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, look, they lost out after losing 2-1 to Trinidad and Tobago. Um, there's lots of people I follow on Twitter that are American and lots of people that I follow that either don't care about the men's national team or care about the MLS or soccer in America because they support teams outside of that. Um, and all those people were very, very, very upset afterwards. For people that professed not to care, they were very upset. You hmm. know... Hi, Frank and Richard. <laughs> I know. I... You, I... I had a friend who swears he does not follow national team sports, that the only he, – he loves the women's national team who really are the national team to watch if you're going to watch American football, soccer. Um, and he texted me and said he, he didn't remember the last time he felt this disappointed. And is it acceptable to cry in a grocery store? Um, so many people, I think, were feeling like that, and and it's a it. Now that I'm thinking about it, actually, I'll, I'll amend that. I guess it shouldn't surprise me because I have felt that when Uruguay have failed to qualify. So if this is your national team, you are going to feel that that punch to the gut. But it surprised me that so many people expected their the the men's national team to win and win handily even when they were not playing that well Mm. like in the last couple minutes they expected other teams to save them it's it happens doesn't it teams don't qualify for world cups and people talk about these great big reviews afterwards i mean it happens doesn't it germany had a big review after the euro 2000 We've had several reviews after several tournaments, right? <laughs> um, it's you know, it's just a cyclical thing, and not all teams can qualify all the time, can they? But, but I the United I... States doesn't have this like luminary history. No, no. I did. At least you've got Pusilich or Pus, um, whatever. How do you Yeah, he's no, he's wonderful, and he's nineteen. You know, he's he's got lots of years of being amazing ahead of him. Mm. I did hear on that same podcast today, um, name an American player. This is for you, Ryan, because Jesse probably could, but name an American player at the moment other than Christian Pulisic. That's really okay. difficult. De- I someone called Dempsey? Almost all of them. Clean, but I would also there. say, like... Matt Miazga, at least, Ryan, come on. 
Oh, oh God, God I forgot about Matt Miesker. <laughs> um, Jeff Cameron plays, I mean, he's terrible, but oh, yep. he's in England. Um, Tim Marcus Howard. Beasley? Yes, well done. Five One. points. Thank you. Um, Megan Rapino. Alex Morgan. No. no. Hope no. Solo. Hope Solo, yep. There you go. I mean, the women's national team, keep an eye on them. They kick ass. Oh, no, they're very good. Because I saw that on Twitter today, saying the men's national team in the United... No, someone said the United States football team is rubbish, blah, blah, blah. And then someone replied saying well, the women have won it three times. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's like the Andy Murray thing, isn't it? Um, yes. When yeah. someone said, why don't the Americans win Grand Slams anymore? And he said, well, Venus and Serena have got X yes. between them. <laughs> um, well, what was funnier? Uh, the Ochoa Mexican goalkeeper own goal or the Panama goal that wasn't a goal? Have you seen any of these, Ryan? I, I haven't seen these. I was sort of letting Jesse go in. I just love... I have a thing for Ochoa because we have similar hair. <laughs> <laughs> I will always love Ochoa. Basically, the ball was shot, Ryan, and it hit the crossbar, came off the crossbar, hit a diving Ochoa on the back and went in. Oh, it's one of those goals. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Like Richard Wright in the playoff final all those years ago. <laughs> um... And then uh, for Panama, what was that? That was a ball that the guy tried to shoot. And he, I mean, I think they should have had a penalty anyway because he got tripped up with the guy who was running down to sort of head the ball, wasn't he? And he headed the ball onto a defender on the line. It went out for a corner, but the referee gave a goal instead. Yeah. Yeah. This, I mean, the game was, was messy. Ha, ha, ha. Ha. Um, <laughs> um, I, honestly, like this is Panama's very first World Cup, and the joy. If you if you watch um, the the end when they that when the final goal. whistle blows, no, when the final whistle oh, yeah. blows, and and the Panamanian commentator, if you could find whatever you know Panamanian channel that is, and and just the unbelievable, like the players rush the field, the coach rushes the field. You think they're gonna all like just flatten each other? I don't know how no one got hurt. Um, and and the joy in the commentator's voice when he screams like and we're going to the World Cup it's that's really it's really special. And they've all got a day off the next day, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I think like probably the whole country must have gotten a day off or should have. It's it really was a national holiday. Amazing. The winning goal was amazing, wasn't it? The ball over the top, and I loved that oh. that volley. Just as the defender's trying to make his despairing dive, I love little things like that. Roman Torres, that was. Um, so, Mexico, Costa Rica, Panama uh, all head off to the World Cup. Um, a ponderous level Panama, but sort of missed out on goal difference. Play yeah. a... Uh, um, play a no, playoff is play the off. word that we're all looking for. <laughs> Ryan, playoff. It's been a long playoff. Day. Playoff. Play a playoff against Australia, who beat Syria 2-1, Ryan. Uh, two Tim Cahill goals. 38 Tim Cahill. Did you see his celebration? And it's it's caused a bit of controversy yeah. today. Yeah, why did it? Hmm? I read that it did, but why did it? Be, because he he did like a T symbol. Um, for Tim, he, I thought. No, it's for a brand that he's being sponsored by. Oh, so I they, just saw the picture and I thought like, all right, Tim Cahill. Yeah, no, they, they, put, they put something up on their Instagram and he like... Then obviously regrammed it or like commented on it, and, and yeah, basically he's doing it for the brand rather than himself. Um, 
Oh, nice. I never get how a player who's less than six foot scores so many heady goals. He's, he's a freak of nature, really, he's, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He is. I mean, he's like Australia's Aryan Robin, but like adorable. <laughs> adorable isn't a word I'd use for Tim Cahill. It's just. And definitely not for Aryan Robin. Who <laughs> <laughs> felt sorry for Syria? For Syria, the 120th minute free kick on the edge of the post. Do you see the despair then? Sort of two or three of the players going down on their knees as they realise it didn't go in. You just, I mean, the the exhaustion they must have been feeling. There's a brilliant photo of. Um, next to the post, where the photographer was that took it, but it's a, of, uh, a despairing Matt, Di- Matt Ryan with his arm out stretched trying to reach this ball and just kissing the post. Oh. I did feel sorry for him a little bit, but then you'd read the threads on what happens to Syrian footballers and you think, mm, yeah, <laughs> maybe not. Um, mm-hmm. In Africa, Nigeria and Egypt qualify. Nigeria beat Zambia 1 0, and who saw the scenes in Egypt? Oh, those were, that was amazing! Yeah, it was brilliant. There was three of them, wasn't there? There was the scenes when he scored his penalty, Mo Salah, uh, the bit five minutes beforehand when they conceded, when they conceded the equaliser to Congo, and the, the, the camera stayed on him, and he was so so angry. It was brilliant, but yeah, it was Salah. Salah was yeah. He was furious, oh, yeah. absolutely furious. They got back into it, but it was a ninety-fifth minute penalty. Jeez. There you go. Most of football is, is played between the ears. I listened to a Pieces of Me podcast once, and I don't know who it was that was on it, but he was whoever it was was annoyed, saying that scoring a penalty is really easy because you know you sort of he practiced with his coach when he was young, kicking the ball to his coach from sort of five yards, then six yards, then ten yards, and twelve yards, wherever far away a penalty spot is. But that was a penalty and a half to take, and to be man enough to stand up and or human enough to be uh, to mm. sort of stand up and have the gumption to say I'll take it that was a fantastic thing for Salah to do and then 44 year old uh, Sam El Hadari who made his debut for Egypt in 1996 goes to a World Cup he's 44 wow 44 gives me hope this World Cup's mm-hmm. going to be great I hope oh it is first World Cup since 1990 I mean there were numerous African nations in between but it'll be exciting to see them I hope that FIFA gives Africa more than one birth. I mean, it's so about time. Like, it's they've been fighting for more than one slot forever, and it's ridiculous that they only have one. Well, it's a 48 team World Cup, isn't it? they got more than one. They've got about four or five, haven't they? How many? Don't they... They got, How many do they, they, they have now? they got about four, I think, four or five. But yeah, in 2026... They for more? Didn't they ask for more? I think they had more last time. But in 2026, they ha- they've got more, haven't they? Because it's 48 team World Cup. Mm. Oh, they do get more for that. Good. Yeah. No, they do. Um, over in Europe land, uh, in UEFA Group <laughs> A, France 2, Belarus 1, Griezmann and Olivier Giroud. Uh, so France qualified automatically. Holland didn't get the eight they needed against Sweden. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Iron Robin scored two. Do you see these goals, right, anybody? Yeah. Nearly, yeah, I think I saw the day, yeah, yeah. Nearly an iffy Penenka there. Iffy. He did, didn't he? I mean, he nearly messed that right up. He didn't get his chip right. The goalkeeper <laughs> touched it with his leg. Uh, his second one, he absolutely smashed it, didn't he, Iron Robin? And then he retired after the game. I, I have no sympathy for for Holland based on um, Dick Advocat's comments before him that he was so insistent that Sweden weren't going to score eight in their previous game. Uh, just <laughs> karma is so brilliant sometimes. <laughs> uh, who feels sorry for Switzerland in Group B? 
I do. <laughs> Nine wins, one loss, 27 I points, do. and they still have to go to a qualifier. <laughs> they lost 2-0 to Switzerland. Um, a Johan Giroud own goal, who would have thought. Um, and Andre Silva scored. We feel sorry for him. Who feels sorry for Wales? <laughs> oh, stop. It's not, I mean, like, they really should have been winning that game. I know. Did you see when Ireland scored that goal, the shock, like, reverberated around the stadium. The stadium, when they sang their national anthem, I've never heard an anthem sung with such, like, passion. It was like the whole country was singing. Chile do a good line of anthems. Remember, even Zamorano belting one out. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, as I said before, pre-pod, I've got an Irish dad. So, and um, someone posted the footage on Twitter of the Welsh team last year watching the England lose to Iceland. And when the final whistle went, they jumped up and down as if they'd won it themselves. Oh. Yeah, I'm not that bothered. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the post about the, that an Icelandic... Uh, writer wrote up to Americans about how they should just all be Icelandic. Uh, no. Oh, it's great. Well, we'll come on to it's Iceland. It's so in a great. Okay, good. They're group I'll I. save it. <laughs> <laughs> I for Iceland. I for Iceland, indeed. Well, Serbia through. They beat Georgia 1 0. Uh, like I say, Wales beat, uh, lost to Ireland. James McLean, someone said as a, a celebration, James McLean's going to set fire to a field full of poppies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Group F, England were already through. Um, Slovakia qualified because they beat Malta 3-0. Got the same number of points as Scotland, who lost because of their genetics, Ryan. What? (laughs) (laughs) Who saw this? Anybody seen that today? I saw the the match, but... Gordon Strachan was complaining about the lack of height of the Scottish players and was saying it was... um, uh, poor genetics mean that I, that Scotland are the second tiniest team in European football. Um, I don't. His argument kind of falls down because the tiniest team is Spain. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but yes. surely he should maybe change his tactics to reflect that. You know, oh, I've got all these short players. Do I play the long ball or crosses? Uh, both. <laughs> <laughs> Someone. <laughs> Uh, someone did say that he might have a point because if you look at the uh, lifestyle of many Scottish people where you have, uh, this is the land of deep fried Mars bars and pizzas and yeah, yeah. high smoking and high alcohol consumption then you're not going to get so the it's tallest like Texas. It's, yeah, you're not going to get the tallest most uh, athletic people so maybe physiologically he had a point but um, yeah but he's lost his job this afternoon, maybe they hired a really tall recruiter or something, I don't know isn't um oh no wait keep going and i'm gonna say something that might work in about five oh. minutes when i figure it out well the thing is gordon strachan was a fantastic player yet he's tiny yeah didn't he, get, mean, he got fired i don't really get morning, that as no? an excuse mm. yeah he did well he, he left his role i don't know i didn't say he was fired mutual consent everybody else decided he should go oh well oh right yeah <laughs> <laughs> I remember when he left Middlesbrough, he refused the two million pounds he was due. Oh yeah. To be fair to him. Yeah. Uh, Group H, Belgium qualified on eight points. Greece pipped Bosnia um, into second place. Greece beat Gibraltar four nil. Um, Bosnia beat Estonia two one. Who saw the Bosnian fans? I did well, not. Very, that weren't they? They weren't very happy, were they, Ryan? What, what were they doing? So, 
They, so as an re- act of, I assume, retaliation against the players for not qualifying, they set fire to the pitch. Oh, well, that makes sense. Luckily, they waited until after the game. That's respectful. <laughs> that, is, that is the personification of respect. They threw, Maybe threw. they want to make sure that it is it like a like a soil. It's like they want to make sure that it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, nope, I got nothing. Nope, I tried. <laughs> well, they they threw several. It looked like several hundred flares onto the pitch, didn't it? God, yeah. There was lit. You should look this up. It's brilliant to watch. Um, and group I- Iceland, Jesse, get your Iceland. <gasps> yes. Go on then. The smallest country okay, population wise ever wait. to qualify for a World Cup. Three hundred thousand. Yeah. Um... There's more people in Cornwall. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Hold on. Hang on, friends. We're holding. Is there more people in Northampton? Um. Probably pretty close, actually. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's, there's lots of geezers in Iceland, isn't there? I've heard Draycott Water been described as the sort of the Iceland of uh, Northampton. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got it. I did it. That was so much better than when I was trying to Google scores last week. Okay, so this is great, and it's from grapevine.is, like for Iceland. Okay. And it's called Iceland is the same size as Corpus Christi, Texas, no, or Anaheim, is in California. Islamic State's domain name. Sure. <laughs> Go right. Taylor. Um, and it it's Taylor Twelman, who was a former uh, U.S. national team member and is now a commentator, went on this ridiculous, very stupid rant after the World Cup, after the United States failed to qualify for the World Cup, that says, you know, we're over 320 million people. And Trinidad and Tobago is so small, how can we not qualify? Which makes no sense, you guys. No, because China will be beating everybody. (laughs) Thank you. Like, why didn't India win the last World Cup? Mm. Um, So Iceland says um, that we should just join them. And it's called, this article is called Smite the World. And it's wonderful (laughs) and everyone should read it and just become an Iceland fan. (laughs) Why not? Um, who knows about Aaron Johansson? I know of him. The yeah, United but... States player. He's Isaac. He switched allegiance to the United States. Why did he yes, switch he allegiance said, to the United States? So he could win the World Cup. I like them. I like. They gave us Idika Johnson. That that to me is good enough. They yeah. gave us Bjork. That's, that's it. They gave you yeah. sugar cubes if you go back far enough. Really? Yeah. Not the not sugar cubes of food. Sugar cubes the band. Oh, okay. I was and wondering. It, and to be honest, it was great just to like when they beat us, just to see the actual like chaos and <laughs> crisis on everyone's faces. I tell you what, I, I, I did tweet at the time. There's only one thing better than good football. That's funny football. And it was funny. It was like I'm not like sort of like deep into like the England national team where I'm like. Yeah, proper giving it, and that was just—it was hilarious just to see so many people like crashing because they just couldn't comprehend what had happened. <laughs> uh, they did give us a very funny comedy. It used to be on BBC Four, Ryan. It was a set in a garage. It used to be—it um, was a garage owner, his son, and some bloke who worked there as well. And it was one of the funniest things ever on telly. But it was all his subtitles. And they gave us Leif Erikson, Jesse. It was Leif Erikson Day this week. And Christopher Columbus Day. Oh, my goodness. It was Colonizer Day. It was, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. Uh, right. Well, that's the World Cup done. You're uh, done. We're finished. Done, yeah, rub my hands with that one. Uh, some fixtures <laughs> this weekend. It's the Melbourne Derby this weekend. Brian, did you watch the Big Blue last week? Like I, I you didn't. Oh, I didn't. Ryan. Right and I'm sorry. Go to BT Sport on the catch up and look at the A League highlights. Okay. You get Mark Bosnich and Ned Zellick as your uh, co-commentators. Oh, Mark Bosnich, jeez. <laughs> it's the Melbourne Derby this weekend, so Melbourne City, uh, the Manchester City franchise, who Tim Cahill plays for. Um, they beat Brisbane Raw 2-0 last week. Melbourne Victory lost a big blue last week. They lost 1-0 to uh, Sydney FC, so they'll be out for revenge. Uh, Germany is Dortmund versus RB Leipzig. France is Lyon versus Monaco. Um... Spain is Atletico Madrid versus Barcelona, but Italy is where it's at this week. Have a listen to this for some fixtures. Juventus versus Lazio. Roma versus Napoli. And one for the Serie A sit-down, boys. Roma versus... Uh, it's the Milan derby. Sorry, that went well down, wouldn't it? You almost did that well. <laughs> one for the Serie A sit-down, boys. It's the Milan derby. <laughs> Yay! That's three mentions they've had on this podcast tonight. I hope they mention us. <laughs> Over there, actually, listen and realise. <laughs> they better do. Richard's been on this podcast once. <laughs> Should we say something terrible about them to see if they'll mention it? That's how we'll know. Go on, then. You say something terrible. They're, oh, both, they're both AC Milan fans. All right, there you go. I'm a um, big into Milan fan. There you go. Are you? I think, uh, <laughs> I think Montelivio is maybe the best player at AC Milan and very underrated. Oh. Hi, Frank. Fight words. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone got any particular interest in any of those games this weekend? I the think Atletico is going to be great. It will be good, won't it? Yeah. Uh, there's loads. Roman Napoli is going to be a fantastic game. Milan Derby thinks on BT Sports Sunday night, Ryan. Yeah, I was thinking it might be actually, so I might have to catch that one. Yeah. Melbourne Derby, I think, is Saturday morning, Ryan. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm actually free Saturday morning as well this weekend. Unless you have to fix your fence. Unless I have to fix my fence. That's, that's true. Fixing your fence yeah. won't be until next week. It'll be the lawn that needs But In fact, you've got no excuse not to mow the lawn this weekend because it's going to be sunny. Is it? If it is actually sunny, then I can actually do it. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Jesse? Uh, no, you, I, just, I just thought of something funny. That's all. <laughs> you, you thought of something funny? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Is it rhyme? About, about um, <laughs> just girly things. It was just about girly things. It was about pillow fighting with other girlies. Yes, that's what it was, <laughs> was all about. Because we know that's what you do when you get together. That's the only thing that girls do. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the Premier League's back this weekend, chaps. And it's back with a doozy and with a big flappy bang because it's Liverpool versus Manchester United in the Paul Ince derby. <laughs> I hate this fixture. Absolutely what? hate it. It's the one fixture I really get annoyed about if we lose. I don't mind losing really? to anybody else. Why? Because oh, I'm 40. Manchester United are the worst. Like, I mean, that is true. But this is the so... worst club. Wait a second. You would be fine, finer, hmm. losing to Man City. Yes. Are you kidding? These are these are the two most successful teams in English football ever. Mine. Not um, right, but Man right, City. Right, hang on a minute. Just money. Hang on, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> football did not start twenty five years ago. I I'm, hate to break this to you. No, I'm just. I'm, <laughs> You're I'm trolling just, me, aren't you? I'm just saying out there. I'm just putting out there. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, in the 100 years of football we had before the Premier League and in the 25 years since, these are the two biggest teams. <laughs> they win the most trophies, they win the most league titles, uh, they win the most European Cups. 
this is the biggest fixture in English football. And if you ask a Manchester United fan, I think they will say the same thing. They want to win this game more yeah, than they, they want to beat the they want to beat Man City. I want to win this game more than I want us to beat Everton. And it's, yeah. it, to be honest, I get annoyed at things that happen in Liverpool, like if Dejan Lovren air kicks something and then someone <laughs> scores and we lose. I get wow, I get, you're annoyed a lot. I get I get annoyed at that for about ten minutes. <laughs> Losing this game, I get annoyed at for about three or four days afterwards. And I really hate the build-up to it and everything. It's just, ugh, I don't like it at all. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm in the same. But United are just, especially with Mourinho as well. Couldn't, I can't face it. Exactly. Just, no. Especially now we've got no side of Marnie for six weeks. They were winning. That's a big loss. Senegal winning 2-0. It was the 89th minute. Oh, what was he doing still on there? Anyway, uh, no Fellaini, no Pogba either for Manchester United. Liverpool are winless in eight versus Manchester United. Um... Mm. And since Mourinho was appointed at Manchester United, both teams have got 88 points. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. I don't know what to make of that. So he's done well for you then? <laughs> yeah, he's, got us, he's done okay for us. If Manchester United win, 20, win they will be on 22 points, and that would be their best ever start to a Premier League season at this stage. Ugh. Ugh, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Right, <laughs> I'm going for a Manchester United win. I've seen far too many of these to know... Yeah, I think I think it will, but I think it'll actually be a bit of a boring game. The, the problem is Sky Sports. I don't know if it, I don't know if this one's on Sky Sports. I assume it is. Mm. They wouldn't Mid- let BT have it. Midday um, um But they've bigged these game. They've bigged this game up loads over the past couple of seasons. Like you know, football is red or something, and it always turns out to be a bit pants. Mm. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be a win for United, but a really boring win, like a Lukaku 80th minute goal, maybe Martial scoring when he comes off the bench because that's all he seems to do one of my worst memories of this fixture involves a Uruguayan I'm sorry was it me Forlan Forlan yeah do you remember Ooh. when um, yeah, go when Jersey Dudek dropped the ball and he kicked it between his legs and scored oh god that was the best goal ever I actually remember that so the article that I'm writing now is about why we have the teams we have and for like two minutes in my rebellious teenage years I was a United fan because of Forlan. He never scored for them, though, apart from then. <laughs> I know, but I had to because he was on United. Like, it was him. It was just for him. Right. You might be one reader less. I know. I might, not, I might not be plugging that one. I know. Well, like, has a little bit of you a self plug, like, pre. It's not even out yet. <gasps> Ryan, if a little you, re- plug. you said you're going to oh, read sorry. last week's article. I. I did say I was going. Ryan to. hasn't done anything that we've asked him to do. We know this already. That's true. I haven't. It's a good thing neither one of us needs a kidney because well, well, Ryan has no urgency. If I want to read the article as soon as we like disconnect. Right, I'm not podcast, telling you. What's the website? Ryan. You mean you didn't even write it down? No, like I, I think I typed <laughs> it in afterwards, but then I think I got distracted. <laughs> And I closed on my browser. He got distracted. He went to get the lawnmower out. Oh, wait. I did it. <laughs> it's I had all these tabs open for the game, and then we never played the game, so I just closed my browser in anger. Yeah, and he actually opened up the tab to watch the Big Blue Derby. No, wait. He didn't do that either. <laughs> oh, what wow, were okay. you doing last week? Jesse, I hope I do edit this podcast, because there's a lot of stuff pre-pod that oh. I could be releasing right now. So let's all calm down Ryan, for five have minutes. Have I mentioned how wonderful you are? Haven't, like, but it's nice to hear. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Thank you for being so great. <laughs> Listeners, if you're curious about what Jesse said pre-pod... Nope. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure we can DM you some details. I don't details. think anyone is. No one is curious. 
Uh, DM me and you'll find out about how Jessie <laughs> ran away to join the circus when she was eight. There you go. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to go for Manchester United. I think did you guys say yeah. the same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Right. Manchester City versus Stoke in the Mike Sheeran derby. Mike Sheeran, Ryan? No. Oh, God. <laughs> Mark Hughes derby in a managerial sense. It is, yeah. Do you remember Mark yeah. Hughes as a player? Uh, I don't, well, I don't personally remember him as a player, but I know of his exploits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no because he's crack ribs and no Ryan Shawcross for uh, Stoke um, Edison uh, only Peter Cech has conceded fewer goals in his first seven starts in the Premier League so he's had a pretty good start hasn't he wow yeah much different to Bravo that's for sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, Manchester City at home versus Stoke have won seven drawn one lost one it was nil nil last season um, I think they can go one better this can't they yeah, I think so. Stoke will be very, very stubborn, as Stoke do. Um, but I think Man City will have enough about them to get the win. Yeah. Jesse? I mean, I wish I could say otherwise, but <laughs> I, I don't see that happening. I like Manchester City. I know they've got all that money and everything, but they, they haven't got any players you can actively dislike, have they? You can try to dislike them, yes, Otamendi. Yes, you can. What's he, <laughs> what's he ever done? Apart from being Argentinian. And of course, you would be the first person to tell your preschool children you shouldn't dislike somebody because of where they come from. Yes, I give them speeches like that and then I finish with, except Argentinian. No, it's not true. <laughs> no. Um, I just find him ridiculous and pretentious. Pretentious? And a little what? bit useless. <laughs> oh, useless, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so you, I've, do you know what? I've never had a problem with them. Never had a problem with the money. Never had a problem with uh, them as a club. Talk. Got a problem with their manager. That helps. Yeah. Oh, Fraudioli. You don't like him, do you? Yeah, Fraudioli. Yeah, yeah. Have you got a problem with their manager as well? I, there's something about I don't know what it... I really don't. I find that if you take them apart, I guess, individually, I think Abby Jesus is, is obviously so exciting and great to watch. But put together as a whole, there's something so bloodless about them. Like, they're not, they're not joyful. I don't, I don't enjoy watching them and I think that says something about I don't know I think that says more about you than them you're right yeah. <laughs> one, one thing that yeah. does frustrate me most about Man City is how bitter I feel watching them and seeing Kevin De Bruyne scoring and assisting loads <laughs> that makes me really upset I know I know and it's going to happen again I don't think you could be unhappy watching that attack could you I don't know you people are very strange um, <laughs> you people the... wow <laughs> <laughs> it's the Jermaine Defoe with Arby next Jesse Love him. Spurs former, versus Bournemouth. Former Spurs superstar, Jermaine Defoe. Always. Yeah. Always and forever. <laughs> that was a song. Um, <laughs> I take back the song that I said at the beginning. That's the song <laughs> that I go to. Eternal. Always and forever. It's called the Jermaine Defoe Ballad. The Ballad of Jermaine Defoe. Is that like the, <laughs> that like the Ballad of John Henry? <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Spurs versus Bournemouth. Uh, Spurs have won three, drawn one, and scored 12 in their last four uh, against, what well, in the, their Premier League era against Bournemouth. Um, and Spurs could be the first Premier League team to win their opening four away games and be winless at home. Oh, that's not... I don't like that stat. Yeah. What's more for you not to like is Harry Kane's <laughs> last 13 Premier League goals have all come away from home. Doesn't like that Wembley feel, really, does he? Does, no. Well, he, he does when he's, he's put the national shirt on. But... Yeah, I think... Ugh, the stupid Wembley thing. <laughs> um, 
Doesn't help that it gets brought up every week. <laughs> well, presumably know, they're not listening to this. So annoying well. that that it's become the talk. Not not ours. You go, there's nothing annoying about either one of you, but it becomes the talking point that it's Wembley or the Wembley curse or whatever it is, and and so other things don't get as much focus. Well, world peace. Yes. And Harry Kane has done so much for world peace. <laughs> and I'm just upset that that doesn't get looked at. Um, is anybody, anybody see Bournemouth win? No. Anybody see know. Bournemouth draw? No, I, I don't like calling it when it's my own team. <laughs> I, could see, I could see this going wonky. You know that we don't do as well when we should. Come on, Jesse, deep breath in, stand up, no. close your eyes and scream, nothing can go wrong now. Oh, I would never do that. <laughs> but you know what? I will be brave since Uruguay just qualified, and I will jinx my own team because you know that's going to happen, and I will say we will win, but it's I don't believe it. But I will say it. Brian, can you say nothing will go wrong for Tottenham now? I'm not going to do that. I've, I've already you know, gone in Jesse's bad books once. This time like I'm not going to do it again. God, that's such a Jesse pet again. <laughs> uh, Watford versus Derby uh, uh, sorry Watford versus Arsenal I couldn't find a Derby for this um, Alan Marshall regular Chief Driver listener if you can think of one because you're a Watford fan then let me know um, but I honestly can't think of anybody uh, Danny Welbeck and Ugh, Mesut Ozil um, they're both back Mustafi's out he got injured over the international period and doubts over Koscielny and a Kalasinac that is a bad day for their defence it is isn't it Mm. This is Watford's best ever start to the Premier League. Seven games, 12 points. Marco Silva, good guy. Yeah. It annoys me how he does his... He's got his... I mean, first of all, he's not wearing a tie. And it annoys me when people wear blazer jackets with no tie. But he does his, <laughs> he does his blazer jacket up. Oh, wait, oh, okay, yeah, that is weird. I find that a bit odd. Yeah. It, it looks... Wait. Hmm? What should he... Wait. I can't picture this. If you're not going to wear a tie with your shirt and blazer, then have your blazer unbuttoned. Is a blazer yeah. like a suit jacket? Yeah. Yeah, it's a suit jacket, yeah. So he buttons it all the way up? He buttons it up, yeah. Um, I feel like that makes him doesn't... look... It looks like a uniform. It's like a it's like a, like a bell mitten kind of thing. It doesn't look right. And there's something really shady looking about him as well. He's, he's got a really weird haircut. <laughs> As the manager, he's great, though, so... You know? Yeah, he looks... Do you know what? I'm not going to say it because he might. I say lots of allegedly. Because he's listening right now. Yeah. I'll tell you guys off there. <laughs> Sorry, Marco. Sorry, Marco. Arsenal won this three-one. Thanks for last listening. Season. Remember to subscribe. <laughs> he looks like a man who might be able to get girls. Put it that way. Or get you get girls. girls. Get girls. What? Get girls for like, you. Like get girls to mow your lawn. No, get, get girls in exchange for money. If you see what I mean. Oh. I don't. I'm, I don't see what you mean. Oh, no. okay. Cool, cool, cool. Google it. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> what we trying I don't, to do? I don't Google. Don't do that. <laughs> Arsenal won this 3-1 last season. But that was a Marco Materazzi Watford rather than a um, Marco Silva Watford. I still think Arsenal are going to win now. Is yeah. my, is my uh, leg crunching Uruguayan Miguel Burrito back now? I think he probably is, isn't he? He's had his three Dude. games. Probably is, break. is he going to get a yellow or a red this time? Does he always do that? Does he? He's got form for that. I mean, he's just—he's a little leg crunchy. Yeah. Goes in hard. 
Hmm. Uh, well, I hope he won't. I would like him not to. No, I, do you know what? I've got a sneaky feeling for Watford in this. Do you? Yeah. Richardson has started very He's well this very season. Very good. Very, yeah. very good. Okay, home. so let's say three goals for Troy Deeney. Oh, yeah. Troy Deeney can score. <laughs> oh, we had a Troy Deeney. We, we had a Troy Deeney debate the other week, didn't we? We did, yeah. <laughs> um, go on, then. I'm going to go for I am going to go for a Watford sneaky win. Arsenal. Yeah, I'm going to give a like a like an Olivier Giroud 89th minute annoying Arsenal win. Okay. Uh, Crystal Palace versus Watford. Crystal Palace, are they going to score? Wait a second. Palace versus Watford. Oh, Chelsea. Chelsea, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Ryan, I think that was an insult to your team. Ah, okay. Well, there's been so many There's, you know, there's Shalabar and Viali and Zola and, you know. I love Shalabar. I love the way he runs. Who? <laughs> Chalaba, he oh, runs. Yes. Oh, yes. He runs like, like my like my babies run, like my kids run. Like he's just so excited to run. <laughs> like there's something like totally untrained. Like wee, I'm running on a pitch. Watch it. It's true. It's like he runs like a baby giraffe. I'll have. He's injured, but I'll have a look. Is it the same <laughs> way? That, is it the same way that Raheem Sterling runs? No, no. Raheem Sterling runs like he doesn't know what running is, and he read it a book and he's trying it out. <laughs> <laughs> Chalaba runs like like he's just so excited and he will never get tired and his it's a baby giraffe mm. not, not like Phoebe from Friends then <laughs> no that's that's a little more where he's Sterling-y um, a palace going to score yeah. yes yes really uh, only because it will be Gary Cahill and David Luiz in Telebat Aspilicueta will, will be trying to sort them out They'll be messing about, and they'll cross it, and and someone will head it, and we'll make them look like Barcelona. So that's what Chelsea do to every team. Well, what was Roy Hodgson's advice to his his players? Make David Luiz foul you. Not quite. That sounds like something that David Luiz would do. To be fair, <laughs> quote unquote, his players must run their bollocks off. Uh. <laughs> I did, see, I did see a quote about that, actually, the other day. Speaking of which, a friend of mine on Facebook has never sexed me today, and day by day he's been talking us through it via Facebook updates. Excellent. Um, That's good, yeah. yeah. Uh, Crystal Palace have won 1-8 versus Chelsea. Okay, so Palace. wait, I'm sorry, there was no transition there? You were just, that was just... That, that was the transition. Yeah, right. that was my link, good. seamless. Um, it's wait, not like I'm your sorry. Liga MX podcast where you do these seamless links oh professionalism and all that, missed that. <laughs> yeah. thank you um, I just feel like if that's the advice that Roy Hodgson gave like why can't I coach a team well like I could <laughs> I could give better perhaps not the same advice but I could give better advice than that <laughs> if you saw his body language at Old Trafford when they got absolutely humped there you could, his body language looked like a, that of a defeated man anyway it looked he, like he's already sad that, like he like perhaps he had taken his own advice and was regretting it because it helps. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was sort of slumped over the because um, they got that sort of brick thing, haven't they? Old Trafford oh, yeah. behind it. He was sort of slumped yeah. behind that, leaning over it, looking incredibly forlorn. Someone described him as looking like a Quentin Blake illustration the other week. <laughs> oh, I love Quentin Blake. He did the illustrations for Ben's cookies. Did he? Yeah. It'll always be Roald Dahl's illustrators for me. 
Oh, I know. So, I love those. Hmm? I love those. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. We're reading them at the minute. We just read George's Marvelous Medicine. <gasps> so good. <laughs> uh, Chelsea got 421 points in London derbies in Premier League history, which is the most. Um, who would like a quiz? I'd love Ryan. Ryan, Ryan would. would. Okay. Well, look. Okay. I thought I wrote fleas, but it's F stroke gas, <laughs> which is Fabregas. Okay, good. Yeah. Fabregas. Fabregas is looking to be the third Spanish player to 50 Premier League goals. Who are the two before him? 50 Premier League goals. Spanish players, 50 Premier League goals. Torres? Yeah. And... Uh, trying to think. Were the other, what, is the other one a striker? No, he's a goalkeeper. <laughs> I meant striker on midfield. <laughs> striker. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be really obvious when you say... Go on, take who is it? No, who is it? Diego Costa. Uh, I, he's yours, I, Ryan. He's yours. Yeah, but yeah, like, if, he's not, though, is he? <laughs> Both and, Chelsea you know, players. You got that wrong. Very true. Yeah. Terrible. Um, I'm going to give Chelsea this one. Surefire. Yeah. Although, Maratta's out. Kante's out. Do you saw the um, ball boy stood in front of Kante? No. Uh. <laughs> The ball boy was taller than Kante. <laughs> and you couldn't see him behind the ball boy. <laughs> um, I, don't think, I don't think it's as cut and dry as it, as it no, seems. No, it was the ball boy. The master, oh, sorry. Ryan, you're winning this. Get out of here. Oh, no, I'd like to think that we will, but my pessimistic fan support is saying, is I don't know, I, it's not all rosy with Chelsea at the moment. You know, it's all... Trouble in paradise again, which is a great time to be a Jazz fan with Conte. Oh, is he going to go in the summer? Is he going to leave in January? But... Yeah, but it's not like you're going to end up hiring the, sort of the ex-Oldham manager or something, is it? You're going to still get... Even if he goes, you're going to get somebody good. Yeah. It's not like we're going to go for a former like Liverpool manager that everyone despises. We'll go through that when the two teams play each other. <laughs> Ryan, again, I will take the job. Don't worry about it. I'll tell I'll tell Roman next time I speak to him. If All you right. can't say, I got someone lined up. You wouldn't yeah. want to take the Russian shekel, would you? Not with his questionable links. <laughs> no, no. It a would lady be of moral integrity as yourself. Volunteer position. Yeah, but by being part of the machine, you're contributing. Oh. Aiding and abetting. That's the thing, isn't it? All those young Chelsea players to get hooved into their academy never seen again. You'll be did, part of it. Did, did you well, see... I have to think about it. The Charlie Masonda thing. Yes. So, yeah, no. see, so the, the Charlie Masonda, the young um, Belgian right, yeah, right, yeah. right mid. Brilliant player, looks really good. Put up on Instagram, it's just a blank picture, so it's just a black background with you work hard every single day and give your life to something, and what do you get in return? Absolutely nothing. Um, and then he just put afterwards, however, I'll still try really hard. And apparently he's been, fi- he's apparently been fined by the club for the outburst. How do they know it's about that? How do they know it's not about like... It's, it's definitely, it's definitely about... Yeah, like, they... it, I think his brother's even commented on it going, yeah, Chelsea are idiots or something. Mm-hmm. Um, the club has fined him and they said they will let him out in January. Or not officially, but they've fined him and I think they've told him that he's going to he's gonna have a club in January to go to online. But why aren't they asking questions about what he means? Like, maybe... He's not getting games on He played against Forest. Scored a goal, looked really, really impressive, and hasn't played a minute of football since. 
It's classic Chelsea. Hmm. Um, did we talk about the Panama substitute earlier on? No. Who saw the Panama substitute? I didn't because I was watching Uruguay. Uh, this was uh, while Panama were winning and uh, the ball came out. Who were they playing? It was Costa Rica, wasn't it? Ball bounces out of play for a Costa Rica throw. Wait, Costa Rican play Panama? Was... Panama, who were they playing? United States. No, the Trinidad playing. United when States. was? Oh, day. this was in this? In this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Go on. Um, <laughs> ball goes out of play for a Costa Rican throw in. Um, Costa Rican player ambles over to uh, pit the ball up from about 30 yards away sprints I think it was a Gonzalez was the player um, who's the Panama substitute runs over just as the guy's about to pit the ball up to take the throw in he boots the ball into Rosette from <laughs> just to stop him getting the ball and waste a few more seconds it's brilliant to watch if you get a chance to the oh way- I was reading the responses to that like is that ethical? Is that whatever? No. But it was mostly from United States fans. He hit it so high into the sky, it probably came down as snow on. People thought it was a ball boy for a few moments. Did he get a yellow? Oh, he got a yellow card, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it sucks if it affects your team, but also... If he doesn't, it's, it's funny. And also, like, if it doesn't, then it helps his team. Yeah, exactly. You do what you do. That's the South yeah. American. Uh... <laughs> They're in Central America, but I see you. <laughs> uh, Swansea versus Sutterfield. Renato Sanchez and Wilfred Bonny are doubts. Um, this is the 92nd fixture to feature in all four divisions. All four divisions. Oh, wow. Mm. There you go. Uh, Swansea versus promoted teams have won one out of six, and they've got the fewest Premier League shots and fewest Premier League shots on target. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to do That's with that. That's not good. I'm just reading something here. Jimbo you know, back in 2001, Ryan, when Alan Shearer and Roy Keane had a bust up on the pitch and Roy Keane slapped Alan Shearer and got sent off. Yeah. Uh, Alan Shearer's been talking about it. He was talking to some... Geordie, uh, it's called True Geordie, yeah, you, uh, YouTube channel. The True Geordie podcast, yeah. Oh, right, and he's finally talking about what happened between the two of them, and um, he sort of went off the pitch at the end, and it was like towards the end, and then Shearer walked off after the game, and they both tried to get at each other, and the True Geordie said, personally, I think you'd have knocked him out, and Shearer said, yeah, of course I would have done. I can't imagine Alan Shearer nah, knocking Roy Keane out, can you? Can Did he have... say why it happened? What happened? Uh, Roy Keane slapped him on the pitch. But Why? Uh, because it's Alan Shearer. Oh. <laughs> but he would have absolutely killed him, wouldn't he, Roy Keane? Yeah. Roy Keane's an absolute maniac. <laughs> anyway, I'm going nil-nil for Swansea versus Huddersfield. 1-0 Swansea. Tammy Abraham, late goal. Yeah. Just because that's what I'd love to see. I do hope so, actually, because I do like him. Mm. Dear Jesse? Oh. I don't know. I have, I have hopes for Huddersfield. Um... Do you have hopes in this game? No, I could see this being a tie. Let's let's give it a tie. Yeah. Uh, Burnley versus West Ham in the U right derby. Um, West Ham have won their last, last four against Burnley, although Burnley are unbeaten in five. They're doing better away than they are at home at the minute, Burnley, aren't they? And West Ham are away. They're not at the London Stadium. Yeah. Wasn't, West Ham Burnley's, wasn't Burnley's form the complete opposite last season? They had a really good home record. Oh, yeah. But they couldn't. 
get nothing. They couldn't get anything from, away from mm. home. It's the other way around. Can't they just, can't they just like, you know, be more consistent? Across the board? <laughs> Ryan also gives great coaching. Advice. Yeah. Guys, just be more this consistent. Sean, just, I know you're listening to this podcast. So you just do better. That, but like, just tell your players to play the same regardless of whether you're home and away. Simple. There you go. I, I had a director once. We would, would rehearse and she would look at us and say, listen, just do the same thing, but do it better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use that at work tomorrow. <laughs> no. This is Ryan as a coach. Just do that, but do, but it, do better. it better. But better, yeah. Ryan, have you, got your, have you got your game, Ryan? I have got my game. Right, well, now through these last three fixtures then. So, um... Brighton, Everton, Southampton, Newcastle in the Alan Shearer Derby, and Leicester versus West Brom on Monday in the Jeff Hillsfield Derby. Has anybody got anything they want to say about those? I want Brighton to win. You want Brighton to win? Um, yeah. I'm doing the thing where I just say what I want instead of what I think. All right. They all sound like last on match of the day. Like, <laughs> right. Okay. Fair enough. Right, Ryan, what's your game? My game. Right. So it's like a a higher or lower type scenario where it's just pretty much what values higher. So, so five questions. I'll give you each point a point if you get it right. It's a pretty much a 50-50 choice. Um, so the first one is, what cost more or what cost more? Neymar's annual salary at PSG, according to The Telegraph, or Hazard's transfer fee to Chelsea, uh, according to transfermarket.com? Uh, I'm going to go the former. Neymar? Yeah, Neymar. Yes, but only by a little bit. Neymar's annual salary is apparently £32 million. Hazard's transfer fee was 31.5. There you go. I put a lot of work into this because it's been like three weeks. <laughs> so I've been t- I've been tweaking it every so often. And <laughs> the, this next question would have made sense when, if I would have done the original week, it's was, it was about Gareth Barry. He's getting some digs um, in, isn't he, Jesse? That's what he's doing. I am getting massive digs in. I'm feeling uh, slowly uh, worse about myself. It's fine. <laughs> So it was going to be something to do with Gareth Barry when he became the highest capped player. Um, what's higher, Gareth Barry's total transfer proceeds, so every time that it's been sold, the total sum of that, according to transfermarket.com, or the total Premier League at- attendance for last season? Wait. So <laughs> every time that Gareth Barry's been sold, all the money that people have spent on him as a total, or the mm. total attendance... In people, in the, or in how the, much they paid for in, tickets? In the in people in the Premier League last season. Okay. You see, he was quite expensive when he joined Manchester City, but I can't imagine he's gone for an awful lot since then. I'm going to say Gareth Barry. I'm going to say the Premier League attendance. It is the Premier League attendance. Yay, Chris! Gareth Barry, you're right. Gareth Barry was signed for Man City for about 13.5 million, and has gone for on freeze ever since. Oh, funny that. <laughs> yeah, um, the Premier League's total attendance last season was thirteen point six million people. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Cool. So that's a point to Chris. Well, yep. so two one, Chris. Uh, okay. What? And this one is Andre. Uh, obviously, Perlo's retiring. We didn't mention Perlo's retiring, guys. Oh, Andre. You live in the same city as Andre Perlo. I saw him once on the street, and I followed him, and I WhatsApped you guys about you it. Followed it. <laughs> I did. He's retiring, and he I could did. become a coach at Chelsea, but that's a conversation for a different day. Then um, I won't live in the same city as him, and there's no chance that I will see him on Lexington <laughs> Avenue and creepily follow him <laughs> up the avenue. What was really so, funny is that 
I think at this, obviously only I knew what he was. Like, if he were coaching Chelsea, I don't think he would be able to walk on the street without being mobbed. But he just looked like another really, really incredibly well-dressed, like, craggly, handsome man getting out or, like, walking on the street when other business people were getting out. And I saw him and gasped, like, oh, it's him. And and nobody, like, the street was just clogged with people trying to go to the subway. So I was, like, dodging people to follow him, and everyone else was just dodging to get home. I bet he smells really nice. Everything about him is really nice. Thing to think. I bet he does. I bet he smells. Like Everything about nice. him. I also saw Christian on the subway, but Christian was followed by a um, camera team because he was filming this, I don't even know what, called No Fukes Given. <laughs> <laughs> so that was not as fun. That's a good fantasy team name, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, in honour of Perlo, what value is higher? Perlo's guaranteed compensation in the MLS or Ole Kante's transfer to Leicester. Whoa. I want it to be Pirlo because he's Pirlo. I'm going to say Pirlo because it was peanuts, I think, that Leicester got um, Kante for. Wait, it's... it was what? Peanuts. <laughs> Nut peanuts. Sorry. Oh, okay. Your mind out of that gutter. <laughs> it is Kante's transfer fee is higher. His was 8.1 oh. million. Uh, Pirlo's guaranteed compensation $6 million. Hang on. And Golo Kante's transfer to Leicester was £8 million. According to transfermarket.com. Mm-hmm. Okay, well then, you're the boss. Chris is questioning you. Well, <laughs> it, 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 do you think it was... I think it was... Maybe at most it was probably... At least it was probably six. Mm-hmm. Which would still it's MLS, some... guys. It's MLS. It's anyway. Not... Yeah. Either way, right. You don't still, make that. Still two on, Chris. Next question: Who left? Who, who left Leeds for more money? Harry Kewell or Alan Smith? Uh, Harry Kewell went to Liverpool, obviously. Alan Smith went to United. Alan, oh, it makes sense to say Alan Smith, so I want to say Harry Kewell. Um, Alan Smith. I'm going to Alan Smith as well because he was virtually a Bosman, wasn't he, Harry? He was what? He was virtually a Bosman, wasn't he? I heard Boston. I don't know what's happening to me. Hmm? Nah. It was virtually a Bosman when he went to Manchester United. No, Harry Kuehl, when he went to Liverpool, was virtually a Bosman. Oh, right. Oh, right. Well, according (laughs) to transfermarket.com, Harry Kuehl went for £9 million. To Liverpool? To to Liverpool. No, he didn't. Wait, how much did Alan Smith go for? 8.1. You asked Ross. We are sucking this. No, you ask Ross about his transfer to Liverpool. Oh, Ross doesn't run a transfer market website. He went to Liverpool for it wasn't nine million pounds because it was it was only about six months away from doing a Bosman. He went for about three million, of which he kept two million between him and his agent, or something ridiculous like that. Well, you, whatever. All right, you know. And what did you say for Angola Kante? Game... Eight million. Eight. Yeah. Eight. That's eight million euros. Uh, 5.6 million pounds. 5.6 million pounds. This is ridiculous. 8 million right. euros. Come on, if this game has we- failed beyond you've belief. Had three weeks this to do a- this. Yeah, I'm I'm trusting this website that everyone uses. Harry Kill did not right. go for 9 million pounds to right. Liverpool. I'll ask Ross. I'll message Ross and say, Ross, what's the situation with Harry Kill? 
Just leave it as that and see what he does. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. Whatever. You both got it wrong. Technically. <laughs> Last question. Let's just get this stupid thing over. And get... This is Don't this is that you are one doing so well. Classic thing. You're doing great. Thank you, Jesse. <laughs> Last question. Who made more? How much did you say? Nine million pounds. Yes. It was five million, of which he kept two million. Where are you reading this? It's on Wikipedia. Yep. (laughs) Oh, Wikipedia. Hang on. Oh god. The most trustworthy website in the world. Hang on. Let me get my sources. Thirty-three. Okay, your sources. I want to ask the last question anyway. Go on. <laughs> Who made more profit selling Fernando Torres, Atletico Madrid, or Liverpool? Um, not the amount, because it's probably wrong anyway. Well, I'm going to let you go first, Jesse. <laughs> That's not fair. Um... You're the Liverpool fan. I know. He's very upset with me, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> the title of this episode is Failed Game. No. No. Uh... <laughs> I... I... Okay, so I want to say Liverpool because that makes sense, so I'll go with Atletico. I feel like I self-sabotage, you guys. This is the story of my life. <laughs> Next time, let's just do therapy. Okay. I'm going to go with, look, because I think Liverpool bought him for about 23 and sold him for 50. And I think Atletico must have got him as like a kid or something. Leeds revealed the transfer between the two clubs was £5 million and paying £2 million that to Hercules Camp to ensure the deal did not collapse. That's on the BBC website. From well, 2003. Wait, is he cheating because he's looking at websites? No, I'm looking okay. at my sources, like I, I, okay. I said I would well, suggest them to write. Right, okay. so you got that one wrong. Fine. <laughs> Transfermarket.co.uk, I'll be writing a message on your board later and say, these are all wrong. Well, to be fair, you're reading, you're reading pounds of... as euros earlier on. Huh? You are reading pounds as euros earlier on, weren't you? Oh, well. I'm on Transfermarket.co.uk and it says pounds. This is my favourite, you guys. I love this a lot. <laughs> I'm going to go with Liverpool made the most profit. Right, okay. So now... This is <laughs> I love of... the way this is, this is a bit I've of... I've never heard Ryan get upset before. <laughs> Ryan, I'm just picturing you as like a, like a five-year-old stomping your little feet. Yeah, your I arms folded. I was on webcam or something because I would be... Although I haven't got a light in my office anymore. It's gone out and I can't really bother to replace the bulb. So you couldn't really see me anyway. That's not the point. All right? The point is... Are your arms folded? No, I'm 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 actually gesturing a lot. Like my arms are flailing around. <laughs> Ryan, right. please okay. put a picture of you as Whatever. a child. Just you somewhere. want a picture of me as a child? I will, I will I will send you a picture of me as a child. Thank you. That's fine. Short answer is, it's a, it, according to this website that's clearly wrong. It's Atletico Madrid made the most money. Did you arrive? You they sold him for thirty million or thirty four million and then to Liverpool, Liverpool bought him for fifty two. <laughs> it was about twenty three or twenty four million. Oh I'm telling you what's on his website. Like, what? <laughs> for goodness sake. I think you are blaming for this actually. I, was it, it don't Alex? blame me. I'm pretty sure he said yeah, 
use this web, use this great website. Like, I remember Ali Thompson sending it around, going, "Oh, we should use this website to build a team." I'm, I'm trust. I'm not. I'm not Ali though. There. I don't even know. I'm not You're, Ali. What? No, 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 I'm just. I'm not blaming you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just. I'm just. Uh... You know what I blame? So that, was the, that was the first and only appearance of. <laughs> oh no, Brian's we'll do it every game. week. <laughs> we can do it every week if you want. That's over now. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, wait, 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 Wikipedia doesn't even say his fee, so... Hang on, I'm on the BBC website. The fee was rumoured to be... <laughs> oh, Man, so in March... Are we talking about Harry Kuehl? Kuehl? Yes. Harry Kuehl? No, 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 Torres now, actually, because I'm, I'm done with the other one, because I'll ask Ross, and Ross will be like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, well, this happened, and this happened, whatever, right? It don't matter. <laughs> Game's over. Is it the end of the podcast now? <laughs> no, no, we could. He's not happy, is he, Jesse? <laughs> I'm, I, I'm a little bit. I wish I'd see this happening in real time. I think, I think this is probably Next the time first. We're going to have to do a uh... podcast row ever. That's it. In March 2008, <laughs> Rafael Benitez stated in an interview that Torres was acquired for around 20 million pounds. That's such a lie, though. It wasn't obviously 20 million pounds. I've been making sense. So I like this because I was right. Which never happens in my life, but I also, I also like this. I wish we could do this, it all together, because this would just make me giggle. <laughs> Ryan, I'm so sorry. Ryan, do you want to do the outro for this week? No, I don't actually. <laughs> I'm good. You can't throw me this nugget of oh, look at this. Dude. No, all right, it's over. <laughs> Ryan. Yeah. Do you want a puppy? Uh, yeah. There what, you what, go. What, what breed? And well, I thought there's a puppy near me who needs a home, and he's ten months old, and he's a mastiff shepherd mix, and his name is uh, Mr. Magoo. That's a great name for a dog, to be fair. I know he's well, beautiful. I, I really like sausage dogs. Oh, little dachshund. Dogs are the best. All right. Well, that's like the yeah. opposite, but you know what? If yeah. you're sad, you can have one. Ah, uh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to blame the fact that the game was delayed for so long that you know <laughs> oh Chris I think we're in trouble <laughs> I can't help it there's all these international matches oh. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to I'm just clicking on the link now here we go is this going to be more disparaging of my facts Liverpool have signed stuff. Fernando Torres from Atletico Madrid on a six year deal believed to be 20 million pounds Twenty million for Torres, that is such a steal. It's BBC website, fourth of July two thousand and seven. Unbelievable. Ryan, I take no pleasure in pointing out your gaping errors well, in this I, quiz. I think I think you did. <laughs> I just I think that's a lie. But you know. It's fine, you know, you try something new every so often and then you just get shut down and then and then everyone's like, Where's all the games, Ryan? It's like, ah, oh, well uh, listeners, know, there are none. Listeners, we'll be back. Oh, oh. <laughs> We will be back next week, listeners. Uh, Ryan is having a little breakdown at the moment. I know, we'll be back next week. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, me and Jesse will be back next week. I don't know about yeah, I, feel, I feel you. I feel like Jesse will be doing my uh, Ryan impression again next week. <laughs> well, the okay, Ryan impression is going to be including a lot of stamping it for all and pouting. <laughs> It'd be oh, oh. Uh, I, Ryan, you don't, no, I don't like my I beer. don't, mm. no. <laughs> you don't want to do anymore. 
if, listeners, if listeners want to get a hold of you, Ryan, and give you a comforting arm around your shoulder on Twitter, how do they do that? They can follow me at the Ryan Goodman. Jesse, if they want to uh, ask what we were talking about pre-pod, how do they do that with you? Well, they shouldn't, but they can go to <laughs> at Jesse Loach, and I'll just tell them any other thing they want. <laughs> okay, uh, we are at Man in the Post on Twitter and the um, Instagram accounts. We are part of the World Football Index, uh, which is at World Football Light and WorldFootballIndex.com. Uh, we produce podcasts all the while from all around the world. So there's been South American podcasts come out recently, uh, talking about the South American qualifiers. Uh, Serie A sit down did one this week talking about Fiorentina's prospects um, and there's many many others as well uh, if you like what you hear you can you hit the Apple store yet Jesse? I did not hit the Apple store I need a lot of uh, like you know ice cream and emotional support before I go into the Apple store okay well <laughs> I'm sorry when you move here then yeah. you could go into the big Apple store uh, okay listeners if you download us and you like what you hear you can rate and review us on iTunes five star reviews are gratefully received I think Ross and the guys might be back on uh, Sunday hopefully you can um, subscribe on iTunes uh, as Jesse's going to do in the Apple store and that will help towards pushing us up the iTunes charts Ryan uh, you've still got one of those lesser models haven't you I don't ask him this actually at the minute have you got those lesser models Ryan of what phone? Yeah. Are we are yeah. we really going to do that to him I've, right now? No, I've got an Android so. phone that's got a. Uh, if you need to listen to the podcast, you can use. I think it's Podcast Republic that I was using the other day. I think he's feeling better. Da, 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 da. Nice, nice, <laughs> nice music. Just some like other music. Podcast Republic on Android. Really good. Subscribe. All that good fun stuff that everyone always does. I think he's feeling better now. You know, sometimes you, you try stuff and then it's fine because now I know never to game ever again. So it's, oh. you know, it's, it's fine. Don't worry. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Listeners, always remember to keep your man of the post.